And welcome to another edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay, where we go behind the scenes to meet some of the radio and television personalities you listen to and watch on a daily basis. Right now, Airplay is airing uh, live on Facebook, and as I understand it, also Peoria Life's YouTube channel. So welcome in on YouTube. Of course, you can watch this and uh, future or past episodes at Peoria Life's Facebook portal, YouTube, and of course, our friends at Channel 17, which is on the i3 broadband system, if you have that as your uh, provider for cable, etc. My guest today I have kind of known since uh, she was in college because her mom used to se uh, sell me all those great trinkets we gave away on KZ93, be it pens or buttons or keychains, and uh, she kept talking about her daughter, Julia. And I think somehow through that process, Julia Bradley from WMBD Radio caught the radio bug, and she's here to talk to us about that today on airplay welcome julia thank you thank you you are the morning news anchor for wmbd radio so when you when folks wake up and get their information from wmbd in the morning julia is the voice you hear delivering the news starting at five o'clock ouch yeah it's early for sure it's so early. when is get up time get up time for me is uh, about three three a.m Oh my, so it's dinner time <laughs> right now. Right. So I, you know, people always ask me, oh my gosh, how early do you have to go to bed? Uh -huh. And reality is, you know, when you have kids in middle school and high school, you're not going to go to bed at <laughs> seven o'clock like you should. So I end up sleeping at night for about four or five hours. And then I always try to sleep a bit in the afternoon before my kids get mm. home from school. So I have a split schedule split sleep shift yeah don't yeah. say that too fast that would be hard so to say. where did where were you originally from where are you originally from peoria or? well <laughs> <laughs> everywhere i was i was born in morris illinois okay home of bob larson there you go and um when i was two weeks old we moved to south holland which is just outside of chicago mm -hmm. and lived there till i was four I don't really remember much of that, mm -hmm. but I grew up in the suburbs of Minneapolis, St. Paul, ah, Minnesota. Okay. So that's what I typically say is my home is, is you know, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while you'll hear my Minnesota accent, you know, <laughs> don't you know. Oh, don't you know. Yeah, it'll slip in, especially if I spend time with my brother who still lives up there. But yeah, I grew up in Minnesota and um, when I was getting ready to start high school, we moved to Northern Virginia, D.C. area. So I spent quite a few years out there. Mm -hmm. Did you go to school out there then? I did go to school out there. Uh -huh. I went to high school and I went to Radford University, home of the Highlanders. Um, they've actually been in the NCAA dance a couple of times. Hey. Didn't get too far, <laughs> but they have been in the big dance. Uh -huh. So, But yeah, that's where I went to school. So were you a journalism broadcast no, major? No, that is actually a very funny story. Okay. Um, I had always done music and theater, uh, you know, musicals all the mm -hmm. time. I did all kinds of shows. And so my dad said, I don't care what you get a degree and I want you to go to college. I was going to be the first one in my family. Nice. And I'm the third kid. And uh, I want you to go to college. My dad said, I don't care what you do. I want you to go to college. And so I said, you know, I really, I really like music and theater. And so I got into the um, music performance track. Mm -hmm. I was 
I didn't want to be an opera singer, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to do music and, and try to kind of figure that out while I was there. Mm -hmm. um, my, I guess it would have been my junior year, um, my best friend was a radio TV major. Her name was Kathy, and she had a show on the college station, mm -hmm. WVRU. <laughs> um, there you go. <laughs> and she wanted me to come in with her, and she said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll let you do the weather. I'll show you how to queue up a record, because we had to queue up records still back then. <laughs> CDs were just coming into play. And um, I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's... She's like, oh, come on, Julia, don't be a square. Just come on. Mm -hmm. So I did it. And um, a couple days later, she called me on the phone and she said, I got a funny thing to tell you. She said, my boss at the student run station asked about you. And he wanted to know who you were and were, you know, what you, your major was and stuff mm -hmm. like that. She goes, oh, Julia, she's a music major. She's my best friend. And he said, well, do you think she would be interested in a job? Like... Hey. <laughs> at a college station? I'm a student in my <laughs> junior year of college. Of course I would take a job for pay. Anyway, they needed someone to be the classical music director. Mm -hmm. So they needed somebody that knew about that type of music. Ah, now I, I'm seeing this. Said, if you take one, you know, one class, take the, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, you know, radio production. Mm -hmm. um, pass that and then get your FCC license, which we still had to do. <laughs> then I will give you a job. And so I, I loved the class. I passed my FCC exam first try. I'm so go. proud of myself. <laughs> um, and I started working at the college station. I would write the classical programs that they were required to run because it was a you know, supported station. Mm -hmm. um, but I wrote the programs and then I had pick of whatever show I wanted wow. on the radio station. So of course, I wanted the evening show that was the rock show because <laughs> I was a rocker chick. And um, I, I just, I fell in love with it. And, but I continued to, you know, to study my music. I continued singing. Mm -hmm. um, and my senior year, my voice teacher was also my advisor. And he said, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. But I think radio is what you should be doing. And just go try. Go mm -hmm. try. You mm -hmm. know, give it six months, give it a year. And if it doesn't work, you can always fall back on your, your music. Mm -hmm. And that was 30 whatever years ago now. Wow. Yeah. That's a great story. 1989. And it was all because my friend made me go read the weather. Yeah. Thank you for record. <laughs> so, uh, do, do you still involve yourself in in music? Oh in my any gosh! Way? Yes. Oh okay. yes. Um, I sing in the praise band at my church. I'm like one of the lead singers in the okay. praise band. I I could not have a life without music. I could not sit in the seats and not be mm -hmm. up on the the podium. I just mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. It's so ingrained in my heart and my life that I will always sing. Mm. I will always sing. And now I don't play any instruments, you know, I can I can get like a chord, I can do a melody mm -hmm. line, but I don't play guitar, I don't play keyboards and mm. so yeah, singing is what I've always done and I I love it. I love it. You know, I suspect there is a correlation between singing and announcing in terms of oh, bre yeah. breath control sure. and projecting. Fill the bag. Yeah. You know, breathe out. Don't That's breathe probably in. what that guy heard yeah. when when you were on the college radio station. Right. Gosh, I can I can actually hear her. She's exactly. very distinct. Exactly. See, it all comes and together. My diction was good. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, that's how it all started. So after uh, WVRU, where did your radio journey take you? Well, it actually 
actually came here to Peoria because my parents had been transferred to Peoria. My dad worked for Pearl Insurance. Okay. And they wanted him to come in as the uh, vice president of medical insurance. <laughs> and so my parents moved and I was, you know, I was halfway through college. I wasn't going to transfer. So I just stayed and I came home on breaks. Um, anyway, when I graduated, I kind of didn't have a plan exactly how I was going to get into radio. Mm -hmm. um, but mom had been doing these advertising specialties <laughs> with the burning company. I don't know if they're still in existence or not. Um, but she came in and sold to you guys at KZ93 and WD right. and all the stations um, and a lot of places around town. She was really well known at that time. Uh -huh. And um, she had a connection. She knew this gal, Linda Legrand, that knew Greg Batten and mm -hmm. got me in for an interview. And I started at the bottom rung. Of course, you yes, know, as we all do. Weekends and <laughs> overnights, and that's where it started. Uh -huh. so, yeah. That's when I think I first met you. So Probably. you're, uh, you're, you know, your mom would mention you and then all of a sudden, boom, there you are. Yeah. And uh, you're working at WMBD, but this is oh. back in... Yes, 1989. I was also working at WCBU okay. at Bradley. That Actually, that was the first job. Okay. But I don't know that I count that as much, but, <laughs> you know, but I was doing both for a while. And, um, and then they asked me to come over to MBD exclusively so that's what i did okay so from peoria then even though 30 years later you're now back which yeah. is a common theme among many of my guests people come back, <laughs> people come back. after uh, the first round at wmbd then what i went back to virginia actually <laughs> i know isn't that weird you need no. a gps well i've been all over the place um my best friend that got me to do oh, the weather no. <laughs> she was working at this little teeny station am you know, full service. Uh -huh. They did everything. We had sponsored birth announcements, sponsored obituaries. Yes. We had sponsored <laughs> lunch menus. Everything was sponsored. You know, we played music. We did news. We did sports. We did yeah. everything. She needed, they needed someone to come in and, and do a shift. I think I started doing afternoons. And so I went back to Virginia, <laughs> made almost no money. It was very funny because the name of the station was W-A-G-E, which spells out wage. <laughs> and we had the joke that as in minimum wage, <laughs> because we made almost nothing. And we were living right outside of Washington, D.C., which is one of the oh, most expensive yes. places in the world to live. <laughs> so yeah, my mom and dad would call me and they'd be like, do you need any money, honey? <laughs> yeah, Just for ramen. Just $100 would really do me for the whole month, you know. But yeah, I was out there for about four years. Yeah. And then I made the way back to the Midwest. I mean, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I went to Nebraska. I was there for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a couple stints there. I, I worked in Quad Cities at B100, yeah, which is that. a top 40. I was the oldest person on the air there at the time. <laughs> I was 31, and I was old. Um, but I did a couple years there and I went back to Nebraska and then um, that dried up and and I came here okay in tw like 2012 so 30 years later you walk into the <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or the not 30 same, years later now you've been there 30 years the but same you, you, place well different location because yeah. we used to be at uh, over with the TV station right. 31 yeah we were all in that same building and so I never worked you know in the high-rise up on the 12th floor like I do now uh -huh. um, 
But yeah, same people. Greg Benton was there. <laughs> That's what's Dandy weird. Roller, Dandy Oreo was there. Uh, Mike Sable, who actually trained me, is still there 35 years later. Uh -huh. um, I knew Dr. Chris from The Wolf. I mean, I, I had connections to a lot of people. John Riley, I knew because when I was in uh, in Quad Cities, we had done Children's Miracle Network. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Children's Hospital was still doing CMN. Mm -hmm. We met at a concave thing for yeah, CMN up yeah. in Minneapolis. And I was like, oh, I used to work at Peoria. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so I knew all these people. So it was kind of like, even though I was coming back so, so many years later, I was like, I was coming home and I knew all these mm -hmm. people. Yeah. So it was really cool. It was yeah. really cool. So uh, after you get up at 3 a.m., <laughs> what is your... What is your day like? What do you do? What's a typical day? I get to work usually uh, around 4.30, maybe a little bit before on the day. Sometimes I go mm -hmm. in earlier. Um, I have to kind of prep the newsroom for not just WMBD, but all of the stations. Mm -hmm. Because um, Mix and uh, the drive use the news and the sports and the weather mm -hmm. that I put together every morning and stuff that we've had from the day before. But mm -hmm. I kind of go through and see what's new and what can drop off, um, write up the sports, write, write up the weather for the guys, for Greg and Dan. Mm -hmm. um, so I get that all put together in about a half an hour and then I go on at 5 a.m. and I anchor till typically 12 o'clock now, sometimes longer, sometimes a little bit shorter. But mm -hmm. yeah, my day is usually from about... 5, oh, 4.30 to about 12, 12.31, mm -hmm. just depends. What's it like working with Greg and Dan? Oh, my God, they are hoot. <laughs> they are so fun. They are more fun than I remember when I met them the first time, right? Uh, yeah. Greg Batten is just one of the coolest guys. And I know you know that because you've worked <laughs> with him for years. But he's one of the coolest guys. I mean, he's just so supportive um, and fun. I call him G. Yeah. And, um, and Danny is, Danny is a hoot. Danny is, he's in a whole nother world, you know, Danny is Danny. Um, and Ken Zersky, who does traffic. Mm -hmm. I, I uh, talk a lot to Ken cause our desks are right next to each mm -hmm. other. Um, but I have a lot of fun, you know, I mean, news can be really heavy, you know, with the things that we have to report with, uh, you know, with murders and stabbings and all the stuff mm -hmm. that happens. We all know mm -hmm. what happens with news. It can be, it can be depressing, but there are lighter stories that we really try to include and bring into, you know, fun mm -hmm. stories about puppies and kitties and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, Red Cross, things that are mm -hmm. uplifting. And so I just, I really enjoy it. And, and being on with Greg and Dan, a lot of times I get to kind of do, you know, some cross-talking with them where we talk mm -hmm. about lifestyle stuff, mm -hmm. um, talk about our kids. Our kids are kind of on that same you know, time frame mm -hmm. of junior high, high school. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's really fun. It's mm -hmm. really fun and I really love it. Speaking of the stories you have to cover, is there a, a story or an assignment that sticks out as memorable or a big story or just something you'll always remember that you had to cover? Here or in general? Yeah, either. In but general, I would say 9-11. And, yeah. and everybody talks about the day that they were on the yeah. air for 12 hours. And I was in Quad Cities at B100. You know, mm -hmm. my day had started at 4 a.m. And I was still there at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Sure. Um, yeah. That is probably the most memorable day that I have ever had. Um, I think here, I think the things that stick out to me at, at WMBD are probably, um, you know, when Cat announced that they were leaving. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a very big deal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there are a lot of stories that stick out, you know, stuff with the city and stuff with just the area in general. Mm -hmm. But um, 
yeah, there's it's a lot of fun and and sometimes not so fun. It's yeah. that, that's the nature of news. But yeah. you know, we have to be impartial. We have to not I you know not place your opinion on anything. You mm -hmm. just report it. Mm -hmm. And I think that WMBD does a really good job of that. Yeah. How about an oops moment or an oh my embarrassing? Gosh, I have too many. <laughs> but one's got to stick out that still haunts you. <laughs> okay, remember No Wage Radio in North yes. Virginia? Yes, W A G E. Yes, I was I was doing afternoon news, I think, or I was anchoring, uh -huh. and this little radio station was in like a residential area. We mm -hmm. our radio station was in an old house, oh. like the women's bathroom. We had a file cabinet <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> And you would take the shower curtain and pull it back to get the file. You set. are you kidding I, me. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> That's embarrassing I right know, there. I know. Um, our lunchroom was the old kitchen for the house. Anyway, so the studio was on the back of the house. And then we had the big tower out the back door. Well, you know, we're right next to the high school football field. We're in a cul-de-sac. It's really nice and quiet. <laughs> so we would leave the back door open when it was nice out. You know, get a breeze. We had a station cat that would kind of meander in. You know, nobody cared. Um, so one day I'm doing the news and I'm reading and you know, I've got my copy in my hand and it was before we had personal computers to do uh -huh. all that. And a bee stung me on the back oh. of my neck while I'm live and I'm like, Ugh! you know, and I tried so hard. <laughs> Not to swear, not to swear, but the second I turned that mic off, man, I was, every word you can think of, I was like, you know, that was bad, but I didn't swear. There was one time I was doing a Saturday morning shift at that same station right when I started, and we had to do a lot of things over the phone, mm -hmm. and I had the phone pot on, and I think I may have uttered one slightly bad word. I don't know if everybody caught it, but I think it did happen once. Well, you're in a, you're in a great club, yeah. believe me. Yeah. We're talking to Julia Bradley, who is the morning news anchor on the Greg and Dan Show at 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Now, you do this whole other thing in your life that's got me, <laughs> believe it or not, fascinated. Do you watch my videos? I do watch your videos. <laughs> you are, uh, I don't even know what this means, an independent makeup presenter. Yes. That sounds really official and cool. I know. But I have no idea what All it is. All it means is that I sell makeup on the internet. I don't like, I don't have an inventory. I don't have to keep boxes of uh -huh. makeup. Um, it's just something I kind of got into a couple years ago. The company's unique. It's worldwide. There's gazillions of presenters um so what I, makes it presenter that's the do you actually do well i do i do facebook live um you know uh -huh. all the time uh -huh. um they really they want you to go live as much as possible like every day every other day every three days uh -huh. um so i had been watching this gal it was probably about three years ago now and i had been watching her on facebook i'm like oh that girl she does really great makeup and i'd never heard of I never heard of such a thing. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I always got hounded by the Mary Kay ladies going, oh, honey, you'd be so good at this. You should come sell Mary Kay. And I was allergic to Mary Kay. Oh. There was like perfume in it. And I, my face would break out. I'm uh, like, you guys, I can't. Uh -huh. I, I can't. So I had a perfect excuse, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I was watching this gal, you know, a couple years back. And I just thought she was really personable. Mm -hmm. And she really explained things, you know, in a, in a cool way and not in a selling way. She was kind of sharing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, 
I could do that. You know, I have radio experience. I have TV. I've done a little bit of TV mm -hmm. over the years. I could do that. You know, just I, I was looking for kind of a side gig. A lot of us have side gigs, yes. you know, <laughs> and I just, I didn't want to go take over the world of makeup. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to maybe get a discount, you know, <laughs> maybe make a little money on the side. And so I started doing it about a year and a half ago. And, uh, you know, it starts out small. You have like a couple people that watch mm -hmm. you, a couple people that follow you and you sell a little bit here, a little bit there. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to take over the world, but do you think that fun. has a connection back to the theater? Yes, really? I do. <laughs> I do. Because when I was in high school and college, everybody in the shows that I did, like, you know, we do Oklahoma, uh -huh. Uh, we did The Wizard of Oz. I was Glenda, the Good Witch of the North. Of course yeah. you were. <laughs> um, people would ask me to do their eye makeup for the shows. They're like, oh my gosh, you do such a great job. Would you do my makeup? Yeah, when I get my own done, I will do yours. <laughs> and so I did that. And um, you know, in college, we did makeovers in the dorms for the other girls. My best friend, Kathy, and I, the mm. radio girl. Um, we would do makeovers. And um, you know, then I did community theater for a long, long time. See, I was, there you go. I was There's in a, a madrigal group where we had to dress up in Elizabethan costumes. And we had to have you know really mm. pretty impressive hairdos and mm. makeup. So yeah, it's always been a part of my mm. life. You know, it's never, it wasn't like I just decided, oh my gosh, I'm going to get into the makeup business. <laughs> um, it's just something that kind of was natural mm -hmm. for me to do. So, so you, got, side gig. you got radio, you've got uh, music, you've got your makeup thing going in your spare time. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything? And I work out. Yeah. I, I work out at the gym. I do what's called Shabam. Have you ever heard of Shabam? I have not. Shabam. Shabam is my favorite. I do that three days a week. Okay. It's like... Okay, jazzercise, you know, jazzercise, yep. Zumba, yep. all kind of in that same okay. realm. It's like cardio dance workout, mm -hmm. and I love it. Mm -hmm. Great. So I do that, and, and in order to be able to stay awake and go to those classes at night and not be like, you know, <laughs> I, have, I have to sleep in the afternoon, yeah. so that helps me with that, yeah. too, so. So, family. What? Tell me about your family. I got two boys. Uh, well, there's another uh, activity know, right I there. See, I know it. And everybody <laughs> thinks that they're twins, but they are three years and five days apart. They have a birthday in the same week. I'm so people sorry. think they're twins. <laughs> and I'm like, no, not unless you can keep a child in the womb for three years and not know it. <laughs> uh, but they do look a lot alike. JJ is 15 and Jake is 12. And, oh, um, you poor girl. So JJ <laughs> just went to high school. I've got a high schooler in my house. <laughs> And uh, Jake goes to Von Steuben Middle School here mm. in, in town. So. And they go to bed real early, I'm sure. No, they don't. <laughs> no. They like to stay up as late as I do. They're like, Mom, it's not 9.30. I can't really stay up. Have you mastered uh, this new math thing, though? Oh, heck no. <laughs> Common Core? No. I don't get it. I was never a math brain, obviously. Why I got into music and radio, hello. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not a math brain. I, I let their dad really handle the math homework. <laughs> I can help with English, social studies, stuff like that. Want to sing a song? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Our guest today has been Julia Bradley, the morning news anchor at WMBD Radio at 147 and 100.3 on the FM side. Thank you very much for watching Airplay today. Our guest next week, a guy you know by the name of John Malone. There you go. He used to be uh, the afternoon host on WMBD and is now at Lincoln College doing some interesting things we want to tell you about.
until then, thanks for watching Airplay. Remember, you can watch it on Peoria Live or Peoria Life's uh, YouTube portal, their Facebook portal, Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system, and if you're on the go on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, thanks for watching Scott Wheeler's Airplay. PeoriaLife.com.